0: recent flood of their communities the company donated essential supplies worth over 1 million ghana cities to three affected communities ada central and north Tong.
1: this man is here to only give hope life to the people of uh, ada we have had i mean situations in the past where people have come but the question is what have been the benefit and the impact that we have realized from such groups today one man is causing a lot of transformation in Ada,
2: and the evidence is here with us this afternoon. I'm so impressed. They did research. They've been very scientific. They've brought items that are really needed, poly tanks, tankers, to provide water, because they know from their research that the Volta river is now contaminated, and Ghana Water Company has cut water supply so that people don't have portable water. So bringing portable water, bringing all of these poly tanks, will go a long way to keep our people alive. Remember water is life. And then I'm also impressed with a trailer load of relief items, blankets, clothing, um, bed sheets, mattresses, food items, rice, maize, canned fish, canned tomatoes, and what have you. I can go on and on and on, it's it's, it's, it's a trailer load, so you can imagine. Um, this is going to go a long way to bring some reprieve to my people. And I want to thank the Macaulay Foundation for remembering us. This disaster also struck in Adana, where the chairman hails from. He could have decided to just focus on his own people, but he has reached out. Uh, it shows that he has a good heart, he is kind-hearted. And this really is the Ghanaian spirit.
0: The Magdan Group has established a $450,000 moot court for the Ghana Institute of Management and Public Administration's Faculty of Law. It is intended to be used by the law students to have practical experience in arguing cases while in school.
3: In every part of the country telling you about
4: the communities they live
3: in, the people,
1: and their unique stories. We enjoy doing stories that evoke optimism and love.
3: Above all, we do not just tell you what is happening around,
0: we you. also tell you how it matters to you.
2: Because for a journalist bearing witness is not just an instinct, it is a responsibility.
3: We want to know your opinion.
2: This is Join News.
3: Independent, Tls Incredible.
1: A fifth of the babies who come in will end up
0: dying. This is Impactful Journalism. The storytelling that stretches your imagination and shines a light on the underreported oh. issues. Normally, if you talk, that will change people, let them see it. This is Impactful Journalism. It is fearless, independent journalism that reshapes thoughts and crashes stereotypes.
5: My home of independent fearless, credible journalism, this is Election Brief. My name is Aisha Rhyme. For the next half hour, we have updates on the most trending political stories in the country. Election Headquarters is brought to you by Petrosol, your clean fuel in full quantity. Election Headquarters for an informed electorate. Please do stay. Let's start with the National Chairman of the Opposition NDC, John Senesied Nketiah, an MP for Bodhi Constituency Sam who have charged the people of Western North Region not to take any promise from the NPP seriously seriously any longer. Speaking at the launch of the party's working committee in the region, Mr. Nketiah claimed the NPP promised to develop the area after the creation of the region but failed to do so. According to him, President Ekufoado has not demonstrated any interest in the development of the area and that is why no minister has been appointed from the western north. Let's listen to the party chairman and member of parliament for Bodhi.
1: I'm not have what you're are No, The we are. the was enough. No, development no, that movement is a happy before question number one. So then now say OJ I'm development. it I'm in front in channel so why
5: We can now speak with correspondents in the Western North uh, region for more. He is with Adom TV and he's joined us. Uh, uh, Augustine, great to have you. I just want to pick your thoughts from your lenses as a journalist in the Western North region. How would you describe developments in that area? Augustine, kindly unmute for me.
4: We can hear me now.
5: Loud and clear. Go ahead.
4: We yeah, are talking about development in the Western North region. Um, because we were part of the Western region then, um, in terms of road and other infrastructures, honestly, we were far behind. Um, but um, since 2017 that uh, this region um, was created, uh, we can say that uh, there's been a lot of um, um, development um, in terms of road and other. In, in fact but there are so many key things that are, are um, needed over here, of which we we have not seen the residents like um, with some agencies and other institutions to fast track the development. Um, we have to sh- travel; residents have to travel to Taprade and Kumase for for some documentation. So the residents, most of them, see the develop um, the region are still as we, uh, but we were with the, the, the then Western region. So for development, well, we'll be seeing um, a lot, but it's not that enough for the people over here. What,
5: what, 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 what was the reaction from the people? I mean, when Mr. Aseedon Ketia made these comments?
4: Yes, uh, it, it started when the president made um, <coughs> the minister research. In fact, the people in the region uh, were very disappointing. Thinking that at least there will be a member in the uh, president in the minister, but we did not see anything. The was um, We have only one person who is um, Dr. Kokoufri as a minister for um, um, Environment Science, uh, Technology, and Innovation. But after the reshuffle, the man was left out. So the people, the residents here, weren't happy about the president's decision. So when um, um, the national chairman for the ndc said said that uh, the people should question the government but um, why he has left the people of the region out of face ministry appointment but um, it, it was it was a good call for, for them and looking at how they they, they welcome how he we addressed the people they were were well happy thinking that anytime the MPP mount a platform definitely
5: And so that is our uh, Dome TV correspondent, Augustine. there telling us more about the, the Western region. Augustine, you are back. Tell me, uh, you were explaining to me how the people have been
4: reacting to Asedun KTS comment. Yes, like I said, the people were happy. In fact, looking at how they respond, one, um, the NDC chairman says they should question the, the government why he has neglected them in, in, in the appointment of a minister's like we have only one person who is dr Kokwa Co- free as the minister for um, environment science technology and innovation but after the reshuffle, the man was left and nobody in particular from the western north region was appointed to the ministers so likewise as he said they, they were they were they were happy that um the chairman has said that and like i said in any of the mpp's uh, rally or platform the resident will be bold enough to ask why um, 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 the, the government or the president, you know, neglected the people of the region. And it has started. There's heat in the MPP in the West North region. Some of the youth are why the president, you know, has done that, neglecting or, you know, leaving any of the members from the West North region in, in his ministers.
5: Right. Augustine uh, is a... You- Adam TV correspondent, he's been telling us about this comment by the chairman of the NDC who says that the... uh, the Uh, residents and electorates that shouldn't take the NPP government serious. George Ofori is NDC's Western North Regional Secretary. He's also joined me. Mr. Ofori, grateful for your time. I mean, uh, listening to our journalist, he says that since the the Western North was taken out of the Western region, they've seen some development, if not uh, total development. Why then do you say they shouldn't take the NPP serious? All right, so we lost him there. Uh, Abubakar Abu Bakar is also joining us. And um, so, Abu Bakar, hello, D- do we have Abu Bakar? Uh, a- Akbar Humeen. Yes, Akbar, good to have you here. So, uh, you're a member of the NPP campaign, and uh, this is what the NDC is saying in the Western North uh, region. They're saying that one, uh, the uh, president has not nominated any president from uh, any minister from that region, and two, there's uh, there's not being development in that area, and so they shouldn't take the NPP serious. How do you react to this?
6: So I will start with the second thing, and I'm happy that the original correspondent provided a very fair um, um, reportage.
5: So akbar humain is a member of the npp campaign uh, there seems to be a, a connection problem there do we have akbar back okay so we'll bring akbar humain back he's been uh he's reacting to the ndc's comments in the western not saying that they should not take the people uh in the npp serious because Uh, They've not nominated any minister from the Western North, and again, there's been no development in that area. The NDC uh, chairman for Western North, secretary from the Western North, George Ofori, has joined us now. Mr. Ofori, I'm asking why you don't want people to take the NPP serious in the Western North, because listening to the journalist there, he said that uh, since the Western North was taken out of the Western region, There's been some improvement in terms of development. So why then don't you want them to take the NPP serious?
7: Well, good afternoon, and then uh, good afternoon to your viewers. Um, In fact, as the generalist alluded to, that is a fact. Um, Western North was created out of Western region. And then, since the creation of the region... Um, it has been enraged on the side of the people. When you visit Western North Region, in fact, there isn't any new development uh, in regards to infrastructure, uh, human resources, and the whole lot. So when you visit Western North Region, we are still, I mean, lingering in our poor roots and then uh human capital development is less within the region so we see it as a mirage uh, therefore we don't see the essence of voting for the creation of the region
5: okay so akbar has joined me uh, again akbar humain is a member of the npp campaign uh, Agbar, uh, the internet didn't favor us uh, the first time, but how do you react to all of this? You've also heard from the Western North Secretary of the NDC on the matter. Um,
6: three opinions have been expressed so far that of the National Chairman, your original correspondent, and the regional Secretary of the NDC. Um, but we can all see clearly that the views expressed by your original reporter. Discount their claims. So, and for example, on the question of development, it is a matter of fact that since the creation of Western North region, a total of 400 kilometers of roads have been done so far. The region also has benefited from the same school, Atawatu. The government has also constructed the regional agri office in Dwabotu. We have constructed the regional health office in Bodhi. We have constructed the regional education office in Bibiani. We have constructed the Cedar Road regional office in Uchi. We have constructed the EPG regional office. We have constructed the Youth Employment Agency regional office. We have constructed the NHIS regional office. We have done the Benchima and Quantel Road, which lead all the way to Pia West. We have done the Nt Dadiso route, which is now a, a third-class route. We have also constructed an ultra-modern regional coordination council for the region. We have done a military barracks at so punu So if you look at these developments that I have listed so far, done by the NPP government since the creation of the region, One cannot accept the claim that the NPP has neglected the region in terms of development. Why then
5: hasn't the president nominated a minister from the Western North?
6: No, so if you say the president has not nominated a minister from Western North, that certainly will not be accurate. Until the recent research the people of Western North were (laughs) represented in the Okufuado government. So it is not accurate to say that the government. Since the creation of the region has left Western North out of government. It is certainly not true. It but for, but for, region now, region. for now,
5: there's no minister, I mean, per the reshuffle. So, there. There's so no minister the
6: from there. Re-shuffle we cannot tell whether or not that is the end of the process. But it is not supported by the fact that since the creation of Western North, they have been left out of government. That is not true. And on the question of development, at least, I have provided you with things that we have done since the creation of the region for your own verification. Indeed, your original correspondent has said that there has been some development, but of course, like any other region, they need more. So, And it is not out of place for the people of Western North to demand more development from government it is certainly not not out of
5: place i guess this will be in the bosom of the people of the western not to decide whether to take the npp serious or not but also our fact check team will be fact checking all the uh projects you've mentioned thank you so much akbar humane and thank you very much george uh, from the Western North for joining us for this conversation. Let's move on to other stories. Spokesperson for former President John Adjokum Kufo has described Dr. baumier's driver's mate analogy as an insult to the people of Ghana. Black of the NPP, Dr. Mahama Dubaomiya, last week told Ghanaians not to blame him for the economic wars of the country, explaining that his role as vice president and chairman of the economic management team was just an advisory role which did not give him the power to take major decisions. Speaking on an Accra-based TV station, Nana said he finds that explanation problematic, questioning why Dr. Baomir did not resign if he felt his position was useless. Well, let's have a conversation on this particular uh, um, issue because it brings to bear the importance of the Vice President's Office. Grateful for your time, uh, Mr. Martin Pebu. I'll also be joined by uh, Dr. macho Machabuaten, who is a lecturer at the KNUST. Let me start with you, Martin Pebble. Uh This is a, a member of the NPP who feels that the vice president's driver analogy is actually poo-pooing the vice presidential role provided in the Constitution. Let me ask you this. It, it does look like... Um, I mean, per every government and every person, they decide how they want to treat their vice president. But per the constitution, is this still an institution worth keeping? Hello, Mr. Kwebu, can you hear
0: me? Yeah, Aisha, so simple answer. Yes, it is an institution worth keeping. Except that we must do more to clarify the role of a vice president, right? Yeah, yeah because, you see, currently, you would find that referring to Ohinin 2, is correct because they, under the Constitution, the vice president acts, number one, in the absence of the president. Then, number two, under Article 76, the vice president is part of cabinet. And that is where he chairs a subcommittee called the Economic Management Team. So let's read briefly, Article 76 of the Constitution. It says, there shall be a cabinet which shall consist of the president, the vice president, and not less than 10 and not more than 19 ministers of state. Two, the cabinet shall assist the president in the determination of general policy of the government. You see, so that is where the cabinet uh, function comes in. Shall assist the president in the general policy of the government. So that's huge. And as I said, it's a cabinet subcommittee that is called the economic management team. So you see that the vice president is part and parcel of the government. Uh Then we can also go to Article 200. The vice president is uh, chairman of the police council. Though uh, when a car fell out of Rawlings, we amended it and removed it, but in practice, still, the vice president chairs the police council. Then he has a role to the Armed Forces Council, right? Yes. so the point is that the vice president is not just a driver's seat. He's a spare president. He's an assistant president. So, Ahininto is right. Yeah, you can't fault him for taking on Baumia for Baumia mischaracterizing himself. So, somebody who has mischaracterized himself, it tells you that then he didn't even know what he's about because you know that we say that a problem well diagnosed is half solved. So, if he didn't even know the role he was playing in government, then that's serious because for seven years, If that's how he saw himself, just as a driver's mate, then we have a lot to be very, very scared of. Yes.
5: Right. Uh, So uh, that means that institution is worth keeping. Do we have Dr. Macho
6: Boateng? With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game.
8: We'll take Barkley.
6: Ha! First pick. Sorry, kids. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. One and a member
3: FDIC.
5: On the line, if we do. Right, so uh, let me ask you this. If you do a comparison of uh, past governments, you realize that um, it's a personal thing of a president and what he wants to do with his vice. You want to talk of Kufur and Aliou Mahama. People said uh, Aliou Mahama was not giving much, uh, you know, uh, form to operate. You want to talk about Rawlings and Akar and even uh, Atamil's, and same thing happened. Now you want to talk about Atamil's and Mahama, you can't say same because Mahama was giving enough uh, room to operate then you are talking about Baumia and Akofoado. How then do we ensure that this constitutional provision does not uh, end up becoming useless as Dr. Baumia is trying to put it?
0: Good. So, um, number one, the practice has shown, and in this current administration, it's not run away. Our practice has been that the vice president is given the charge of the economy. So, perhaps, in the next constitutional amendment, maybe we can put it expressly in there. But so far, Mahama said Atamil's put him in charge of the constitution, sorry, the uh, economy. Vice President Baomiya also says, uh, uh, what do you call it? He put him in charge. Except that now they are saying that he was only in charge for the first term, not the second term. Well, we, 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 we are not in a position to verify that. So perhaps, based upon this uh, shifting situation, it will be best that the next time we do the constitutional uh, review, we will expressly put it in there. Because no, one thing is become very clear. The president doesn't know everything. We can't put everything in one man's hands. It leads to abuse of office. And so we've seen it. Because if we are going by Baumier's the analysis they are doing. So in the first term, the president allowed him to operate. But in the second term, then the president has taken it away. We cannot develop like that. We don't vote for one man. We vote knowing that he's coming with a collective of people. He, Ekufuado, trumpeted Balmia as the economic messiah. Balmia's own wife, Samira, said, my husband is an economic waste kid, etc. So... It was on the basis of this that we voted. So it's not within the president. Uh, uh, after he's told us that Baumia will do everything, then he gives Baumia the chance to preach in the first term. Then the second term he takes it away. I I remember, we are only analysing. I don't know whether it's true that in the second term Baumia was not put in charge. I don't know, but we are just analysing. So if that is the case, that in the second term, Baumea, this uh, current term, they didn't listen to him then it gives us cause to want to do constitutional amendment to put it in there expressly that the vice president shall be in charge of the economic management team and put further provisions to make their advice quite binding. Because one thing has become very clear, we can't continue to leave so much in the hands of the president alone. When you get a bad president, a bad leader like President Hufwadu, you see where we've landed. And so this is a cautionary thing. This is a cautionary thing that will, they may be bad leaders in future. So, so the answer that.
5: lies with an amendment of the constitution. I'm grateful for your time. Uh, Martin Kwebu is a lawyer uh, expressing his views on the vice presidential. Uh, institution. Let's get more. It's time for fact-checking now. Today we're focusing on some of the claims made by Deputy General Secretary of the New Patriotic Party, Haruna Mohammed, and that of the National Democratic Congress's Mustafa Gbandi at the launch of election headquarters. Raymond Aqua, our research lead, has more on the claims and the verdict.
1: Start with a claim made by the Governing MPP's Deputy General Secretary, Haruna Mohammed. It is true that the MPP government did not set out to start farms. The policy document on the planting for food and jobs launched in 2017 states that the goal of the program was to modernize the agricultural sector to improve food security, reduce poverty and also create employment opportunities. The five key pillars designed for policy action were provisioning of subsidized uh, certified seeds, subsidized fertilizers, e-agriculture, market opportunities, and free extension services. It is also true that there has been some improvement in the agri sector growth since it was introduced. Growth in the sector averaged 1.9% percent from 2014 to 2016 this increased to an average of 5.2% from 2017 to 2019 and further increased to an average of 6.6% from 2020 to 2022
2: The MPP did not say that the MPP is coming to construct or develop farms oh. the MPP said, they said going, going to support farmers. He's going to support farmers. And it is evident enough in terms of the growth in agriculture.
1: Let's now concentrate on the claim made by the NDC's Deputy General Secretary, Mustafa Bande. They're pointing us to B5. NPP cannot say that B5 is not under
0: their policy of one district, one factory. But you and I know that B5 was established in
1: 2022. So when did it become part Mm. of one one the claim that the company B5 Plus Limited was established in 2022 is false. B5 was rather founded in the year 2002. Interestingly, in 2021, when President Akufuadu commissioned the first phase of its iron and steel factory in the Pram district, he said that the factory was built with 1D, 1F supports a position corroborated by the CEO of B5 Plus, Mukesh Takwani, who also stated that it was built in line with the 1D-1F initiative.
5: And on Voters Voice today, we placed our microphone at the Kwame Nkrumah interchange. Voters said current economic hardship will be a major determinant in deciding who to vote for in
1: the December 7 elections
3: pipe one week
1: My decision to vote is about their programs
8: and their policies. And if you are a country and some activities are going, by all means, you have to take part so that you be a decision-maker. Now, to me, the, me, Ghana, I mean, when say about to all of them, and some of them. about the
3: first one is to And, on my opinion, for i when you're not a pet,
8: when so If you don't vote, somebody, who vote for you and take decision? And Baomis it will bind you. So as a Ghanian and a citizen, I'm waiting to listen their programs and their activities. Who those who bring it, and I will stand there. I will stand it and vote. So Baomis the voting, I will vote. What ma e ya, e What Otu ma bi a bi nye. No office no waka sa. Say Omuuji. Saaka se Mintiashe, who normal? By all means, I take part of decision making. So see si mm Papa, you to eh, so, me. You you abri. Abri. You You to know You ah. ah, You okay, School, you're, you're eh, still, eh, that is a generation. class 1
3: me dey o me a
5: that's us, your election brief on election headquarters for an informed electorate. Enjoy the rest of our program.
3: Like this, it's time for us to take your views, you the citizens, on what's happening in your constituency and how your authorities can help alleviate your grievances. Today, we are the Amasaman constituency, where it goes without saying that bad roads are the number one um, challenges they are facing in this constituency. But on the back of that, also on the back of the road issue, it appears they are expanding roads, but it comes with demolishing some of the buildings i'm here with the units committee chairman of this constituency and he has a story like we do i'll give him the citizens microphone and let him tell your story and then later on we'll go to speak to some residents whose homes have been affected by this demolition exercise and then we'll talk to some other youth in the community to understand what their grievances are thank you so much for joining us wisdom this morning Imano. Thank you for joining us, Emmanuel. So, what exactly is the situation here?
0: Thank you, and thank for uh, seeing people around because it's been a uh, while well, we've tried to get in touch with you
6: people.
0: Uh, I'm a constituency. We have so many problems right about now, but the thing is, if you can see.